I'm Kat. And I'm Gabe. And we're the ghouls next door. Talk about that spooky stuff. Yeah. As we do every time. Every week now. <laughs> you missed it. We're not tired. There's 34 of them. So. <laughs> You're exhausted. No. There's 34. Yes, there's 34 episodes. This is number 34. You've listened to us that many times probably. If you made it through the first <laughs> well, 10, then that's congrats. Fair. <laughs> you made it. Five isn't bad. Whatever the one that was M. Night. They're all bad. Yeah. <laughs> They're all bad. Uh, but this is 34. We've made it really far. And now we've convinced. We just powered through. Yeah. People, <laughs> we've convinced people to hang out with us. Really cool, important people. And for the month of November, as you know, because this is the fourth episode of November. This is where we're rounding it out. We're ending it out on a high note here where we have invited a member of the Tribbles, the Black Tribbles, for an episode each week this month. And so if you don't know who the Tribbles are, again, they're <laughs> they're uh-huh. too cool to be geeks. They're too cute to be nerds. The Black Tribbles are a podcast that seeks to explore the nerd within and out. And this episode is featuring Storm Tribble Kennedy herself. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay. That was great. Healthy. Yeah. It's delicious. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you, you made it despite dying uh, here to our podcast. Of course. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I'm honored and humbled and privileged and proud. Aw. Yeah. That's, that's so nice. Yay. <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about space exploration. Yes. Because in space, no nice. one can hear you scream. Nice. Yeah, space. <laughs> it's scary out there. It's great. Let's go. Yeah, it's right space now. because cats too afraid of the other frontier that we have not discovered, which is the ocean. Nah, you know. I'd rather go space. <laughs> I, I, you can't go to space. You can That's at least see cool. what's around you there. That's my logic. <laughs> it doesn't got to be real, but that's where my brain's at. So, I with it. Yeah. yeah, believe me. I don't like the ocean. What's up? Yeah, let's we go know. up to the other space <laughs> one day. Yeah, you're like, how far? How far away <laughs> can I get from the ocean? <laughs> what is the farthest place from the ocean? Because I'm going. Nice yeah. You don't know what's down there. It's true. It's fine. You don't know what's in space. That's which is why we're going to talk yeah. about it. <laughs> everything's scary i don't know (laughs) for some reason that's less scary i don't know why yeah explain the brain to me can you uh well thing that i i love most about i mean what i what i love most is the captain ship crew dynamic oh 100 right so whatever the mission is whatever the goal or quest is there's a captain a ship and a crew and then there's a camaraderie, like I'm usually there for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and even in the cases on, in the oh, water, right, with Sequest. You yeah. guys almost remember Sequest? No. Oh, God. A baby. Sequest <laughs> was a show in the mid-90s that we did a ship captain crew thing, except instead of going to space, it was it was oceanic. So they were, because you know how much of the ocean is, like you said, un, uncharted, un undiscovered unexplored right so it was talking about that and that that was cool too but i think the difference between oceanic terror (laughs) and and space terror is if you're on a boat right god forbid something happens you go overboard you have you'll linger right yeah you're still on earth exactly there's air for the most part yeah if you don't you know die 
not yeah. being able to swim. So there's you'll linger. There's there's a margin of error from where you can be rescued. Whereas in space, not only can no one hear you scream in the void, but also <laughs> yeah. you know it's instant. Like if there's a hole breach, then you're done. Like there is no hey everybody get you your skate pods because or let's use this bucket. Maybe we can you know now you're just super nope, dead. Done instant instant. Yeah. So for me. The, the most appealing thing about the genre in general is seeing people in all those different personality types be in super perilous situations and still have to get along and get stuff together. Because ultimately, on the other side of that hole is instant death for everybody. There's no going home. There is right, no, well, you know, holding space on is to. scarier now. Yeah, there's no <laughs> holding on to, you know, a piece of bulkhead and hoping that someone will find you. No, that's it. No one's there. Yeah, no. So if you All imagine right, well. going to work with that person that you can't freaking stand, like they are that one at the water cooler that you will go out of your way in every part of the office around so that you don't have to interact with this person. Like They're there <laughs> all the time. Like you eat with this person, you sleep with this person. You work with this person. Mm-hmm. You and can't be responsible for like saving your life, and that sucks. Yeah, yeah. They probably won't do yeah. a good yeah. job. Yeah, like they do a They're job. They're important. They yeah. serve a role on this this vessel that you serve a role with as well. So you can't yeah. be hung up on on very basic things in order to, uh, you know, feed one's own ego. Like you really have to get your your stuff together because space is unforgiving. So when that in and of itself is is interesting, but when you add an element like horror on top of it, it's like wait, it's already scary, but then you just add extra. Like Alien, man, listen, I have a deep relationship with the Alien franchise because yeah, when I was a kid, Alien Two was in the theater, but my parents were a big fan of the first one, mm-hmm. and I just remember being terrified by the Xenomorph. Just like what, like it would it be my dream? Like oh, it no. would, t- it was it. It was terrifying. Like yeah, I was so no, so was. traumatized by this thing, but I couldn't not look at it. Yeah. Um, and eventually, I you know got over that and fell in love with the movie franchise because of slash in spite of <laughs> itself. Yeah. Um, but you know H.R. Giger, the artist, the conceptual artist who mm-hmm. did all of the set work and um, the xenomorph design, uh, passed away fairly recently. Uh-huh. And I had just watched like a documentary that he had, was about him and his weird little life. Like he was a cool, <laughs> like chill dude. He just saw weird things at night and painted them. So his his artwork was really like bizarre and That's alarming. Awesome. But he was just this like creepy little old dude who wouldn't hurt a fly, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And just seeing that and finding myself being really sad to hear that he had passed and um, all of that just came full circle. It's like being able to come one being overcoming your fear and then taking joy in it so alien for me is like has a very special place in my heart um for the villain also saint ellen ripley our lady of survival yeah (laughs) yeah who was from day one like kill it in her name kill it with fire that's her full name just like a pimp name slip back (laughs) it's saint ellen ripley our lady of survival because you guys watched alien right yes watched it recently (sighs) she was like don't get back on the ship they were like no really she's like no no really like no (laughs) protocol says you don't get back on the ship if something has come in contact with you like i can send you a first aid kit Mm -hmm. maybe if you need it i got a couple pills in there i guess but you're not coming back on my ship they were like shut up woman yeah oh my god sure enough the science says yeah no this my opinion is that aliens should be played at every feminist rally 
Yeah. It is just mansplaining. To, it's so aggravating because we're definitely going to talk about it because we're going to get real deep into it. Oh, yes. Um, but I, it was actually like my first time watching Alien. Yeah, she had never seen it. Mm-hmm. And it whole was a thing. whole experience for me. It's terrifying, <laughs> it right? Was, it was a lot. It was so she, much. she was very scared. <laughs> I was like surprised. Was I've seen it so many times. So I've seen it so many times. I was just like, yeah, this is happening. And she was like, oh, why? Oh, my God. Oh, my so, God. Yeah. So how did you it watch it? Out. The lights off, I hope. Yeah, we like were in, yeah, we were in the dark. We were knitting, but the lights were Yeah, out. we had like just a little light. And then there was, oh there was knitting happening. But no, I was that. And I was like essentially live tweeting it in <laughs> that I was just messaging my emotions. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, you need to know what it's I'm seeing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we, so... Thank you for for opening up your heart to us and talking oh. about something Aww. you care so much about oh, and yeah. geeking out about scary things. Um, but for our listeners who might not know about the Tribbles or might not know about How, you, what? How? How is that <laughs> nonsense? There's been four episodes, especially after already. the after, now we're in four episodes. If you <laughs> have not tuned in by now, I don't know what is happening. You're um, wrong. <laughs> um, but why don't you tell us uh, a bit about yourself? your involvement with triples and then also just some things that you're you're up to what do you what you, what you doing okay <laughs> um my name's kennedy uh hi am, kennedy <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm one of the producers and hosts of black triples uh black triples is i say this with such chutzpah now um <laughs> we are the only geek talk radio show on the east coast Woo! So that's specifically because Radio meaning we're on FM through mm-hmm. uh, Philly Cam WPPM yeah 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 and um and uh, we're we're basically a talk talk show that we just get into geek culture so comics movies uh, video games everything in between we get into it off of the lens of the black perspective um, we've been on the air it'll be eight years in April oh wow so we are OGs with it <laughs> yeah. uh, we've won a couple of awards here and there it's great. Either way, um, it's really neat because it gives you an opportunity to uh, connect with independent creatives in the in the community and also uh, geek out with like-minded people about uh, things that we enjoy in terms of media and stuff. Um, so it's really cool. Uh, outside of that, I have a background in acting, um, musical theater. Yeah, so it's cool. I just got back into acting after a little bit. I take a bit of a hiatus. And uh, the summer premiered um, Resistance, which is a uh, science fiction. Is, I call it a surveillance thriller. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's that. Yeah. It's, it's a surveillance it thriller directed by M. Asli Dukan, um, taking place in the near future in West Philly. Um, huh. Basically, the issues hit the fan and the Resistance is um, organizing itself. And it it's talks nice. about the different people who... Uh, you know, are, are in this movement and all the different ways that their paths interconnect and everything. Um, and it's really neat because if it was a project that I had seen, I would have been mad that I wasn't a part of. So but it was you cool. are a part of it. So it's yeah, great. yeah, it was really neat. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, and I, I coach axe throwing. <laughs> yeah. I forget to tell people that. They're like, wait, what? You do what? I'm like, yes, I coach axe throwing. I can show you how to throw an axe really well. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing it. Let's learn more about space. Okay. Yeah, well, explore. That's the whole thing, right? Yeah. Are you ready about facts? Are you ready to hear about facts? Yeah. Why not? I love facts. Facts. We're gonna talk about facts about space. Excited <laughs> about it. Facts. Yeah, facts. We 
like the study of space and <laughs> and just like Astrology. the terror that Astronomy, comes. Rather. Well, yeah, and like the terror of like the impending cosmic apocalypse is definitely something I'm very familiar with. But like the space horror genre is is not something I've really dabbled in. Like I think I've seen Prometheus, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it's called. Ooh, so but good. that yeah. yeah. And then Wait, Prometheus or Pandorum? Prometheus. I've seen both. I that's don't know the one which that's one like I was the pre alien. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I saw that and then I was like, Whoa, what a twist and I was also like, but I also don't have never seen one. <laughs> oh so wow! <laughs> so you've seen them almost. Have you seen Alien Two or Aliens? What about Alien Three? I've seen Alien oh. versus Predator. Okay, that doesn't count. That's the I've worst. seen Predator. It doesn't count either. It's a completely it's the different worst yeah, one. To I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. I I'm just, so it was, upset. It was this is the equivalent <laughs> of you not seeing The Sixth Sense until you were like 25. Mm-hmm. Ugh, um, I'm so upset. What about that. Alien Resurrection? Have you seen that one? Okay, good. So that means you've seen them in order. So you've seen Prometheus. Well, you've seen them in chronological order. Ah, yeah. Not in re- like release Real life. order, but so Prometheus is supposed to be not a prequel to Alien, but it's, it's supposed a setup. To, yeah, it's it's the way. Moreover, the whole Alien arc, right, is at its core a story about the Wayland Utani Corporation. It was this huge mega corporation that like popped up, I guess, in the middle or end of twenty first century. I forget what the backstory was in in Alien, um, but they pretty much capitalized space exploration and and mineral uh, uh, acquisition. So they were setting up colonies where they could mine, uh, you know, all the things they need, ore and and materials and and whatever. They hadn't encountered anybody else, but they were basically just going out on these vast quests for materials then coming back i've definitely seen this movie i was worried for a minute i feel better now continue yeah yeah so that's <laughs> at the core what the Wayland, what what alien is about um and when they found this the xenomorph they just were fascinated on it and tried to capitalize it and weaponize it which of course as we know in cinematic history you never ever do like yeah, yeah no. leave leave the big bad space beastie exactly where you found it or any beast. and don't poke it when you leave yeah. Um, Wayland Utani managed to do all of that. Um, so Prometheus sets up more about where this company came from mm-hmm. and and why, after all this time, it's still you know trying to acquire this thing as opposed to staying as far away from it as possible. Um, and then Alien is the first interaction really with the xenomorph as we know it but like space horror itself there it's it's broad so horror has all these sub sub genres and then so we've talked about thrillers Mm -hmm. we've talked about gore we've talked about found footage even is its own kind of sub genre with a bunch of other genres mixed in and space horror has so many different dimensions to what is scary and what they're playing with so you have things that are like okay, there's coming from space horror, so like Invasion of the Body Snatchers or mm-hmm. Independence Day, which is Ugh. like, yeah. It's like or, we're just minding our business here and they're coming here. Yeah, so yeah. it's like this other thing that comes or even just like um, the day the Earth stood still yep. where it's terrifying because here's, what is it, Klaatu uh, coming and just, <laughs> yeah, like being like, hi, um, I'm here to study and see if you guys are worth like letting you live. Like, like hold, hold, what? 
excuse me, motherfucker. Who do you think you are? And then he's like, well, all right, so there's a whole spaceship up there, oh, and oh. you just proved that oh, you're all going to die. That's who you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got it. You're a problem to me, which means you're a problem to all of us up there, and you're not really worth living. Uh, or t- the cool thing about that movie is that he wasn't wrong. No. Yeah. He's yeah. Like, he wasn't I mean, how wrong. We treat others in our on our actual Earth really bad. If yeah. other people from another Earth, like another world, came down, you think we'd be like, "Cool, hi, you're a friend." No, nope, it's why District the Nine. Didn't mess with us until after oh, we had a Third World War. Sorry, track nerd. <laughs> track nerd. Your track. Your trackers in your audience were like, "Yup." <laughs> <laughs> this is why. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's also this idea of like the outward expansion, um, and so you have things like. Um, Alien or Europa Report or what were you talking about? Event Horizon as Europa well. Europa Report was good. Mm-hmm. That, that was, one's sound footage. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's also like an amalgamation of a lot of those other subgenres that you were talking about. Right? Yeah. It definitely has that uh, spooky haunted house feel. It definitely has, you know, uh, the, the, the found footage that you were talking about as well. I feel like the newer ones have been so heavily influenced by Alien yeah. um, that it's hard to it's hard to draw a distinction. You know what I mean? Event Horizon tried it, but it's it's very close. There's a lot of tropes happening in there. It, there's a whole there's a whole lot of tropes, but at the time that Event Horizon came out, there weren't too many other like space centric horror movies. Yeah, you know, um, I think aliens might have. Ha- there's a three alien movies, and then <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there were others, right? I'm sure, but I think the other reason why it's not such a very large genre is because the budget is gonna yeah. be crazy. Like, you can't do a space thing on a small budget. Like, even if you cut all the quarters and manage to shoot it well, so like you're in just one made room. Yeah, like you're in one room and just yeah. angles are right, so it feels like you're on a ship. You still have to do exterior shots to establish where you are. You still mm-hmm. have beasties. You still have tech stuff. Like the budget for 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 space films is so it, it intensive that I I can understand why a lot of people don't venture into it. But absolutely, it's it's something else. Like I, oof, 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 oof. yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's definitely exploring. Um, it's taking some of the themes that we are afraid of here on Earth and then making it bigger and putting this, like, new twist on it. Right. But there's, like, you know, there's the fear of, like, isolation. So films like Moon, when you're stuck up there, you're alone, you know? And just, like, oh, dealing God, with that. Name? Sam Rockwell? Sam Rockwell. With space horror, we have isolation. Um, so, essentially, like, what you were saying with, you know, this whole idea, like, it's just you and your crew and how it's opposed to if you were in a haunted house or if you were on a ghost ship, the difference is that space, like, ev- like everything has to work perfectly. Yeah. Because you're not supposed to be up there. Yeah. Like, oxygen, anything goes wrong with that, it's, you're, in, you're in problem. Yeah, you're <laughs> in trouble. You go outside, you're in trouble now. Right. So, like, a lot of the the themes in one of the tropes is, like, something's wrong with the ship. Yeah. And so you're stuck. Like yeah. one, one if you, you <laughs> yeah, if you try to like 
get you try to phone for help, like that's probably never going to happen. Right. They're never going to show up. It's to. Titanic all over again. Right. right you right. know, you're and too far. <laughs> yeah, you're too far. <laughs> Nobody can. What? What? They're going to say gonna, what? <laughs> yeah. Even it's like we'll be six years. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> we'll be there. You're uh, on our fastest ship. Essentially, you become that call that you were answering right. <laughs> you're just like it's just an endless cycle of like we're right. just no, all gonna call twist. each other it's like they go through yeah. a thing and it's like oh you're <laughs> that thing uh so it's definitely like it, that's it's in itself is scary it's like right. if you were in a submarine mm-hmm. and the, the we're not terrible. supposed to be here this yes. is the wrong place don't there's the other that's so like extraterrestrials annihilating us and i think the horror that comes from that is a similar trope that we kind of explore which is like we're no longer the top of the food chain right. yeah. and coming to turn like for me i think the protagonist is the xenomorph and alien yeah. to me i'm just like what so what she's just trying to live she had her babies you messed them up yeah she's mad no you don't matter you to put your face in an opening egg pod like why would you <laughs> do that you can literally do anything else. You could poke at it with a stick. Like you can just walk so away. Many, you could. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. You could maybe not be there. When they saw the giant cadaver of the person on the ship with the at the helm, like you, you wouldn't want to walk away from that. <sighs> yes. Yeah. Just, yeah. I don't get the curious. Like I'm just like, this looks like people might die. I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna go. We should probably all go. Mm. Um, <laughs> and then uh, just say mission done. Right. And we're alive still. So uh, that's yeah, there cool. was nothing there. But there was yeah. a fluke that's in the system. Where the whole scientist angle comes in, mm-hmm. it makes it cool the because yeah, you're you want to study, you want to yeah, you're sent it. on these missions either for rescue, like you said, or on a mission of exploration or observance, whatever. Like the, you've spent ten plus years in higher academia so that you can be prepared to like. Yeah meet these things you're and then prepared though no you can't no you went, no you you're, don't know. you're absolutely not at all yeah. <laughs> prepared, how like, could you be arrogance of humans yes yes we know yeah. everything i am a doctor Stand, step aside it's like yeah doctor right. that I doctor this alien right. <laughs> yeah like okay there's a part that like super in prometheus no in oh. alien that like absolutely, I was like, "Are you?" Kidding? I was already at my wit's end with like every man on film, <laughs> and we were only like fifteen minutes in. Right. But there's like a part where so the face hugger is dead, and they're like, <laughs> and, and, and here comes Ripley again, who's just like, maybe we shouldn't poke stuff. We should just like freeze it and like let someone else deal with it. Like, what are we doing? Right. And all this stuff. And he's like, I think it's safe to assume that it's not a zombie. I was like, is it safe to assume? <laughs> you, you know, know zero about this creature. Maybe zombie times <laughs> is like, part of their thing. About? You don't know if it's dead. You don't know if it has a heartbeat. You don't know if you Maybe know it's it has asleep. acid blood. You literally it, know nothing. <laughs> like, what is safe to assume is that that shit is dangerous. Right. Don't touch it. I was so mad when he said, and well, like, you know what? Fuck you. I don't, I'm going to, I'm going to go in my bunk. He was a robot, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the end wasn't so even there's, a real there's man. Another layer of horror there too. Yes. Like what happens when you stuff newspapers revolts. down people's face or malfunctions in some yeah. way? Or was he even wrong? They didn't know he was a robot, though. I'm yeah. like pretty sure. Yeah, no, not till the end. But Which he's was still, great. He's still malf- it was malfunctioning towards yeah. the end. Yeah, it was great um, special effects. I will say so when I was doing research for this episode, I was telling Cat because I was like, "Well, now I have an existential crisis." Oh no. 
in just that I was You're just welcome. like, we are meaningless. We There's no point to us. We are this pale blue dot. And at any moment, like an asteroid that does not give a fuck about humanity and that we have arts and culture and language and whatever, yeah. and just wipe us all out. Like straight up melancholia us. Yeah. And that's it. And it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like we don't matter. Yeah. And it was just like so... Nothing we do matters. We should all just give up now because no. the space is going to kill us. No, we should all become uh, space colonizers because of the fact that that can happen. I'm such an advocate for that. Uh, you know, not only because I feel like we should probably get off this rock before we kill it, mm-hmm. um, but also because, you know, there is that, that possibility that it doesn't even need to be a huge asteroid. Like something the size of an SUV hits in the right place we're the planet screwed so and there is no defense for for something like that um so i feel like the sooner we're able to get off this rock and be able to avoid the ultimate collision like that the less terrifying that crisis becomes Mm -hmm. because we will have planned for it right drowning is less terrifying of a notion when you're on a ship when you know that there's life jackets and preservers and a boat and protocol for mm-hmm. how to survive, right? There's no protocol for the world being. Over. No, there uh, yeah. there is no asteroid protocol. Nope. We don't have it. Nope. We don't. So we need to learn how to, if if not build an asteroid protocol, which isn't going to happen because that would require you know global cooperation, yeah. which we still can't yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, God forbid. But we need to at least be able to get out of Dodge so that we have a population large enough that we can. Re-kill. Can our lives be like Battlestar Galactica? <laughs> Please. I really want to be a Cylon. I want to find out I live forever and I'm a robot. Don't become a Cylon. You don't know that you're a Cylon, so you just are. That's what I want. And when you think about it, one, (laughs) the this Earth is gonna keep on living with or without us. Yeah, and if and like it might change, and then it's uninhabitable for us, but it's still gonna be here. Like we can beat it up as much as we want. Still, it's just gonna change the way it looks. And then we are just no longer alive. And then you think about, like, the fact that we have so many satellites that are looking inward in order to, like, get us TV, get us social media and other internet things and just, just like, communication and, yeah, just, like, everything uh, looking in instead of, like, having some surveillance looking outward to, like, either, like, trying to establish connections with the inevitable other life forms that are out there or at least who are just not like, going to fuck with us because we're like remedial at best. Yeah, they're like, what is this even? Who is this child? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at this is... child satellite. <laughs> we do have we do have some satellites out there. We do have some yeah, big kind of satellites. Just not nearly enough. No, nowhere near. Um, and it's they're they're still in the very you know elementary stage of of gathering information instead of being able to relay the fact that hey we're a species with art and culture and, and all that stuff. They don't like. I feel like whatever we run into is probably not going to like us. Probably no, not going to care. Like, they're probably avoiding us. You know how like you're on the subway or you're on the bus or you're just in the city and yep. there's like a group of children and they're old enough to be out after school without supervision, but there's still somebody's little big head kid. Are you pitching another horror movie because I'm already terrified. <laughs> <laughs> I work in schools with those children. See, yeah, worst. so you, they're there. Like, you have to occupy the same space as them, obviously. <laughs> yeah. And you, you don't have any 
personal beef with them, but if they touch you, you're going to pluck them in the forehead. Yeah. Like, that's, I feel like that's aliens and us. Like, they're like, I'm not dealing with them. Like, <laughs> like crazy little half monkeys. There's something wrong with them. <laughs> well, that's like the, yeah, the short story where it's like the talking meat. Have you heard that? It's what? like the short story. It sounds terrifying. <laughs> yeah. So it's essentially uh, the the story is like it's it's mapped out so that you're slowly kind of piecing together what's happening. But it's like a correspondence between two intelligence beings. And essentially what is happening is that they're discussing people. But the way that it they're describing people is from this like weird point of view. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, yeah, it's just talking meat. Like they're down there and they like move their meat and somehow it generates sound and now they're talking to each other and that's how they communicate. And then it's like they also eat other meat. Like it's this whole thing. And like these alien, like intelligent beings are like, this is fucking crazy. Like what you're describing to me is the most absurd thing in the entire universe. It's terrifying. I don't like it. And it's just like essentially people. Like, and it's the most absurd description of what people are and this one alien's just like all right april fools i understand that you're telling a joke and it sounds really scary and fun but we're gonna move on because that sounds horrific we just need to stay away from whatever monster flapping meat thing that is (laughs) just keep going it's us (laughs) good old humans Oh dear God! Why is that how we're described? Yeah, it's meat so gross. Sound yeah, like, look at like meat. talking meat. <laughs> short story. It's so funny. All right, it's it's a whole time. Yeah. yeah, I would say there's yeah there's so much uh, with state. space yeah. and just like in the fact that like it's inevitable that we need to leave because <laughs> yeah. we're running out of time. Like we're gonna hurt ourselves here. Um, ah, I feel like we already have. No, I mean, we're yeah, doing and it. We're also like, we're doing we're, a good job. We're at the point where it's no longer like reparable at all. There's nothing. Yeah. Uh, and so we have to, to explore space, but then that comes with its own set of fears in that oh, yes. what is out there. And it also forces us to confront the very problematic elements of humanity. Yeah. Right? Oh, 100%. How, yeah. Can we, how can we expect to be able to interact with, um, exchange ideas with other species? we still have difficulty doing that ourselves. Yeah. So a lot of the stories that you see in this genre include people on that cusp, right? Either the revolution has already happened and people are rebuilding, or the revolution is about to happen and people are trying to get out of Dodge. Um, either way, you know, there's, it's never, except for like cases like Star Trek and Battlestar Galactica, it's never like established, like space culture is, it's normal. Um, the movies are really it's something about being right on the on the event horizon <laughs> usually those movies happen right before or after something terrible has happened or will happen um so it there's no time for people to really get a chance to be like hey here's some sensitivity training here's why it's not cool to talk to your pakistani uh medical technician this way you know <laughs> yeah. like um whatever the case may be it's always like well Shit's hit the fan, or it's about to, so you, you, and you, get on this boat, let's go. And you're like, what? Yeah. Or in the case of Alien, like, hey, you can hold a drill, right? All right. Let's go mine some more real fast. Yeah. We're going to freeze you, though, so you can get there quicker, and you'll be alive by the time you get there. So we're going to freeze you. You're going to go out there. You're going to mine us some stuff. You're going to put it on this on this boat. You're going to freeze yourself again, and then come back. We're going to give you, like, a percentage of the profits. Yay, capitalism. These movies are just great. I don't even care if they're terrible because it was funny then. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just a good time. Yeah. But it really just makes us, like, it, it puts us face to face with the unknown, mm-hmm. with, like, this fear of being insignificant, uh, of moving down the, the food chain. It throws all the religions out the window. It throws all the religions yeah. out the window if there's aliens. All the logic we've tried to use to justify our Although I feel life like and situation. They don't just make a they new thing. They have a bunch of things about dinosaurs now. Like dinosaurs are fake. They were put there. By the That's Democrats. what I'm saying. Like we're trying to go other places with that. <laughs> no, they, <laughs> they, they stay well. here. They're not they leaving. stay here. Well, yeah, because they're not going to want to go. No. Good. Thank God. Thank God. Stay. No, no room. <laughs> Sorry, we're closed. <laughs> watch Alien. Yes. You guys got glimpses of it. Alien is from 1979. It's directed by Ridley Scott. And if you haven't seen it, like I'm, not gonna, yeah, I'm not going to judge you this time. Usually I'm like, what are you doing? I'm uh, judging. It's okay if you haven't. No, it's we're, not. We're accepted into the world. It's not okay. uh, what it means is do it now. Um, because <laughs> like, we're no, push pause. Yeah. And then go watch it. <laughs> yeah. Come back. Because we're about to spoil it. You know how we do. Uh, usually we say the thing and then we just say spoiler alert. So um, oh. after it's 1979. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why we're like it's basically. It's your oh, fault. Well. At this point, it's your fault. Uh, but I'm not taking responsibility for that. This is a piece of cinematic history. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You haven't seen together. Alien yet. You're welcome. <laughs> so, Alien is a film where it is based in the year 2122. It's 39 years ago. Tomorrow. <laughs> that's, that's a whole, that's two marriages if, you, if, you're, if you're doing things. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah watch Gabe. It. Watch this film that I'm going to tell you about. Uh, in the you year, shouldn't get to. I'm kidding, just go ahead. In the year <laughs> 2122, the crew of the commercial freighter spaceship Nostromo Sidelines their trip back home to Earth <laughs> when they pick up a distress call from an uncharted moon. While searching for the source of the signal on the moon, one of the crew members gets an alien organism attached to his face and gets falls an into alien, was puts it? his face in the twat <laughs> rightfully, of an alien organism. Thank you. <laughs> rightfully. And just, then, it's a nice gift. Finds his way <laughs> by help of the deranged crew back onto the ship where he is in a coma. Uh, the next day, an alien embryo explodes from the crewman's chest, spoiler alert, and rapidly matures into a savage monster. As the alien stalks through the ship, the crew desperately tries to find a way to fight back. That's in summation. Yeah. That's what's happening. The whole time, it's essentially like, it's just Ripley being like, guys, there are regulations and there are rules for this. Yep. There's a procedure. Yep. I have the handbook right in front of me. Yep. I yep. have the... It's highlighted. It's yep. circled. Yep. I'm holding it up to the ca- camera. Could you see this? It says no. 24 hours, 48 hours. You have to be outside. Like he's dying. It's like so fucking what is mm-hmm. his fucking asshole self who got in there? No one told him go in there. Right. And they're like Psh, open. And she's like, <laughs> every time I want to see like essentially alien, but like film like The Office where every one of those happens. She just turns to the camera and just looks just like, at the audience, just this. like. Yeah, uh, that <laughs> happened. 
That's well, me. You're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> I would love to hear a commentary by Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> I bet you that exists, though. Yeah. As Ripley. Yeah. Like, see, this is, I told these motherfuckers not to come here. Yeah. Like, I need to hear her say that. Yeah, just like, you, do you see me trying to... And it's like, every single time, she's like, really? Right. It's just a mansplaining nightmare. I was so agitated. I was, yeah. like, triggered. <laughs> like, it was like, who, who among us has not been here in this yeah. situation where you're like... Guys, uh, it's kind of my job, and right. I'm trying to tell you that this is dangerous. I'm, I'm the protocol officer. This is what I do. I have the book of protocols. Like, literally. Like, why did you even bring me? Because this is, you're not listening. I don't all. mind things. I don't, this is, this is literally <laughs> what I'm here for. Uh, maybe I won't die from an <laughs> alien then. Story of my life. Would have like, been really oh, great. Oh, we're not? We're not listening to me? All okay. right. Well, fuck right. me then, right? right. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole thing. Every single time. Yep. Hashtag listen to women. Like, yes. Like, should we put him in a chamber where he's locked away? No, no. No, he friend. shouldn't be on this fucking ship. <laughs> None of this. Like, it's this could all be avoided. It was like, the, is the tagline. I don't think that they can't hear you in space. <laughs> it's the tagline. It's this all could have been avoided had they listened to poor Ripley. I just... So many, this, the movie was so well done. Like, it was Ridley Scott, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. well done. Like, everything about it, the pacing was deliberate and uh, intentionally focused on on whatever it was that he wanted you to focus on without being like Stanley Kubrick and dragging the yeah. second arc, right? Yeah. Like, okay, we get it. This monolith is important because it's representing technology humanity but oh my god why are we still looking at this like 20 minutes later you know what i mean so everything it was like already a really well done movie and established this cast of people who you could tell were just like your parents favorites watching like coming up you know what mm-hmm. i mean like these were the people who were acting in the films that your folks were going to the movies in high school for or in college or something you know what i mean so yeah. i know that was the case for my parents at least so when i they just had that feel like, I was like, okay, there's a familiarity here. This is a generation that I'm perhaps not directly related to, but I have some experience with, so I can relate to some degree. And then, bam, shit starts happening. And you're like, wait! (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. And you're screaming at the television, like, don't go in there. Don't put your face near that. Oh, God! Oh, God! You did do that. Yeah, it's very much a horror movie. It's a a beautiful horror movie. And I think it's, kind of funny and entertaining in that like people really love alien but then they'll like talk shit on horror and i'm like that's you just watch a haunted house film yeah but with an <laughs> yeah, alien as the yeah. protagonist or the yeah. antagonist and so it's just like replace all that put them in a house that's yep. also just as spooky and could kill you if you go outside yep. and also <laughs> instead of an alien it's like a poltergeist or right, a ghost right, or right. a demon yeah i was like you guys this is gabe it's because yeah. aliens are real that's what they're saying Oh. That's why that's why it's not scary. That one specific. No, yeah. it's definitely just like the style too. Two seconds to appreciate the. I think it's great. I don't know. No, why. no, it's great. There, no, not. I'm not oh. saying I mean, the whole movie is great, but I'm talking about the specific scene where the guy with the thing on his face just like wakes up and he's all happy. Yeah, like, yeah we're gonna eat, and I was like, nah. No, like, but before I knew it was gonna happen, I was like, nah, this isn't. He's not okay. He was yeah. So that was he's so super funny. not okay. And then like you're just like seeing everything happen and you're just waiting you're like no this isn't they're not just cool now there's so much movie left it was like why aren't they 
conducting more experiments. You just had mm-hmm. an alien down your throat. Meanwhile, Ripley's in the corner like, this is not. Yeah, she's okay. like. She's so smart the whole time. I don't care about it. Well, Every time. So, it's the whole thing. So fun fact about that scene. Yeah. Ridley Scott did not tell the rest of the cast what was going to happen. And so it was told, one shot. He only told. Um, oh, God, I can't remember. I can't believe. I, I want to call him Denim Elliot in. Oh God, John, John Hurt, John Hurt, because no. he passed away recently too. The guy who had the face had it, had John it. Hurt. So he told John exploding. Hurt and obviously the SFX team. Yeah. Um, but didn't tell any of the actors, and they were like, "Okay, well, we're just gonna run it and ad lib it, and then we'll cut away and we'll That's see amazing. it in post." Yeah, that and makes me so happy. So when that shit started popping, their reactions to that, like that was real. They were like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> like, what is that? Is Why this real? Out? Is the movie real now?" Yeah. They didn't know yeah. what was going on. That's the woman great. who got splashed in the face with blood, she didn't know that was going to happen. So, like, it was they did a really good job of capturing those yeah. real, real moments. That's my favorite. Yeah, scene it was one movie. take, and it was, so it was four cameras so yep. that they can catch all the reactions. But it was one take. It's amazing. That's that's this is like, you, you know why? Because they all split. come from theater backgrounds. Yeah. And when you so are you have a solid in, in base like that, you don't have to worry about being able to sustain a moment for editing later on. Like, yeah. these kids nowadays can't do that shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my, I'd say one of my favorite parts was like very at the very beginning when. After they've established with a face hugger, whatever, right. and they open up the thing and it's not on his face, uh, and I was so just like, good. "Uh, why are you standing in an uh, open door? Close uh, the door." It's like it's not on his face. There's a cat. It's not on his face. Cat. <laughs> yeah, you cat, say that. Cat. Cat. Where is it? Where did it go? It's not and there. I'm just there. Where like is this? it? <laughs> this is having a whole panic attack, and they're just like, "I'm just gonna peek underneath." Blah blah, and then it was like. <laughs> Fell on Ripley. Yeah. I was like, I'm losing. I was like, yeah, it was this is a, a horror lot. movie. I'm terrified. It was a lot. <laughs> so was My the favorite best. was after it, it popped out of his chest. They were like, oh, they're freaking out, and it, you could tell it was a puppet. But the way the puppet just kind of turned yeah. and looked at everybody I'm like, like yeah. I see you, and motherfuckers. I'm out, bow. Yeah. And took <laughs> off and scurried away. I was like, what? Who let it out? Why would you let it out? <laughs> yep. We already let it on the ship. Why is it out of this room? Yep. There was just I a was, lot of like, I was like one. It's been alive for five seconds, and it's already faster than all of you. <laughs> I was like, "You're done." Like, there's obviously Humans an evolution disadvantage here. First being born time. Yeah, but I like I said, a deer still is wobbly anything. when it first gets up. It's just so like, what is walking? It didn't look gets around. It. it took five seconds. It was like, bye. Right. It didn't look it around. Sized it sized everybody up like, uh huh, uh huh. Figured out which one well, was going to eat its first. Mom, so. <laughs> Mm. I'm also fascinated with the xenomorphs because of like just from a biological standpoint like most species when they mutate when a mutation happens so that it can adapt to an environment or have a trait or whatever it usually takes a considerable amount of like generations before that trait becomes a regular thing and no Mm -hmm. longer a mutation with aliens it's like one one generation to the next like it's instantaneous I mean when your blood is acid Yo, like, like, and then, yeah, yeah. it's gonna so be a badass. That's your thing. The ultimate, ultimate, ultimate fucking villain. Like, you can't, the only thing you can do is kill with fire. It's yeah. the only thing you can do. You can't stab it. You can't shoot it. Certainly not on a ship because yeah. if blood goes what everywhere, you then psh, you're fucked. Yeah. Like, or if you miss, you right. shoot through the ship. Right, right, right. So, how do people have guns on ship? Like, space that was my favorite part was guns. like, why you guys. Why is he, why are you packing in space? Right. What do you think is happening up mm-hmm. here? <laughs> a mutiny? I feel like there's no situation where it's useful. You but I guess it, that's like they Earth think it's too. An so I'm a little right. like, it's or a person, right. I guess. We're <laughs> <hurt> people. <laughs> we're all going to die. It's fine. What? Yeah. yeah. 
it's <laughs> I really think she, so one it was super gross it was so gross especially when he's looking in the pods and it was just like raw chicken <laughs> that's like, like I'm 100% sure that's what they use just raw chicken yeah and it's just like the noodles Ugh. yum and the entire time was just me making yeah, she weird squirmish noises and I'm not like squeep like we watch Cronenberg like that was one of our episodes yeah. this definitely messed me up and actually so the dead face hugger that they autopsy that's I think it's safe to assume it's not a zombie like fuck you um, <laughs> was actually made using fresh shellfish foil Four oysters and a sheep kidney oh. for the internal yeah, organs. Yeah. Really great that I that got to so be on someone's face upset. for a while. Yeah. Well, no, it's when they're dissecting. It. No, I know. <laughs> I was like, so one, it's like it's a bug. Like it, it definitely dug into all the the creepy parts of like in your head. You're like, this is something I'd be afraid of. So one, it looks like a one a sea creature, and two a bug, which are two of the scariest things. Any H.P. Lovecraft will tell you that. The fingers look like. Fingers, it yeah, knuckles. Totally that me. was a creepy part. Because if it was an insectoid, you're like, okay, okay, great. It's a bug. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It doesn't look like fingers. It's like, oh, no, you know, it might be me. No. <laughs> and Too it's close. like it's a combination of all the tail. things. Yeah. And then they're like, they cut it open. I, the whole time, I was just like, no, 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 no. Why are we <laughs> doing No, 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 no. I had a toy that said that, and I pressed the button every 20 minutes. Like, it was real. A part where I know that she has a cat. So I was like, where's Jones. the cat? Who's yeah, it? Jonesy. And I was like, which has to be named after Tom Jones. Because what's new, Pussycat? Oh. That's my hypothesis. Hey, so yeah. the whole time I was like, what's new, Pussycat? Like, Jonesy. I forgot about Jones. I always forget about Jones. It adds a whole other element of terror. Because you're like, okay, I have to go off the ship. I survived. I was like, where's the kitty? Where's the fucking cat? Where's the kitty? Where's the cat? <laughs> the whole time I was like, cat, where's the cat? cat? It would be cat? us in space. Cat? Yeah. Cat? <laughs> A lot of me just screaming it's cat. Just us in space. Because it's not like a dog, Bring the cats. right? Dogs yeah. Be like, come here, come here, come yeah. here, come here, Jonesy, like, come I'm here. Not coming here. Cats like, come come get me. Meanwhile, cats are like, um, fuck you. <laughs> I'm chilling. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> like, stop calling for me before it finds me. One, two, shut the fuck up. Bye. I love the, the part though when the murder was happening, <laughs> and they just keep showing the face of the cat, just like. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I was like, I never liked your punk ass anyway. <laughs> yeah, like literally, they just like keep just judging him, panning like, mm. into the face of the cat. That was and he's like, just, that's like, what watching the, the murder. Get. Like, yeah. I think I forgot this that time great. he almost accidentally not kicked me. I remember. I know that shit was on <laughs> purpose. I ran I between remember. your legs real fast. Serves you right. That's why your fingernails look like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> say all this petty shit. Like, yeah. Oh, you got yeah, the and die. Like, okay. Remember when my food bowl was empty? This is for five minutes. So, gross, essentially a haunted house film. And the xenomorph is only in there for an, a total of four minutes. Mm -hmm. And you don't see really? it till like, yeah, four minutes <laughs> total. And it doesn't make its first appearance until about a half hour, uh, an hour into the film. Mm -hmm. An hour. Well, yeah, you see all this baby stuff. And then that's well, it. You see, yeah, we see it's a baby. Mm -hmm. And then it <laughs> runs real fast. And then it grows <laughs> real fast. Yep. I was like, you got, like, who... Like, it's like you're done already. Like, mm -hmm. as soon as I saw the thing run fast, I'd be like, well, so who do we all, do we have the suicide pills? It's already tense because of, you know, the patriarchy. Yeah. And space. Yeah. And then there's this She's thing suddenly things. running around with the capacity to kill us. And if we shoot it, it will bleed through the hole and we'll die then. So how do we do? What do we do? Meanwhile, we're at the back like, this is why I decided to take it off the fucking ship. This is why. 
That's why, all, that's why you all died, and I'm still here. Right. So I was, I was like so excited watching it because I was just like, she's in like a whole full one piece suit, like she's fully clothed. She got this real is upset so when great. She had to get, like, and then naked. she got straight up naked, and her crack was all out, and she learned nothing but her tank top and her pretty white underwear. Yep. And I was like, why? I understand why for the narrative purposes. It was also the 70s. So yeah. she had a no bra and clearly hadn't shaved. It was a full yeah, tuft. it was a whole I was like, this time. is actually really powerful, I feel like. Yeah, I was just like... crack was out. We got, and no, <laughs> nobody just leaves, like, from a glamour perspective yeah. in Hollywood, unless it's part of the character, like, your butt crack isn't out. Like, yeah. everybody instinctually pulls up something if their butt crack's hanging yeah. out. So the fact that they were just like made that a choice, like nope, this is what it is. I was like, okay, that's kind of real. I, yeah, I could deal with that. <laughs> and it also like, oh. it also showed Ripley at her most vulnerable. Yeah, right? she's about to just go to bed. She's tired. All her friends are dead. Been through. All my friends <laughs> are dead. Saved dead. her cat. All thank my God. Friends are dead. Yeah, she got the cat. As soon as she pulled the cat, I was like, oh, the movie could be done. <laughs> I feel thank safe God. again. Yeah. But even that point when she puts Jones in the cryo bed and she's still walking and doing things, you're like, oh God, this isn't done. This yeah. motherfucker's on this ship, isn't it? Yeah. Show enough. They were just trying to sure take a was. nap. It was just like, I'm, like, I'm tired. In fact, make kids and hurt people. <laughs> it's like, mm, stretch. Like, you really tried to blow mm, me stretch. off. That you really think I don't know what a self-destruct siren sounds like? <laughs> Where's your escape pod at? Let me curl in this bitch fast, real fast, quick. Fast. I'll wait take for a you. Nice nap. And not even. I feel like the alien was like, "Thank God, I'm off of that ship." It was super. There was just so many yeah, people kept trying to poke me with things. Yeah, I, I hate. There was a cat hissing at me. I'm just. <laughs> this seems like a really nice place to take a nap. Men. Now yeah. they're gone. I'll just <laughs> hang out with her. It's cool. Yeah. I'm just we're gonna take you nap right now. Like, hey, girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's be friends. If it was like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I was like, "Why?" I just so I thought we were doing this. I thought that we I were thought, a team. I, just, I, just I killed all of them so we could be together. I just wanted to talk. Why? I, I heard them talk to you like that, and I was like, <laughs> "They need to go." <laughs> I did this for you. <laughs> you so made me do this, and then it becomes a sociopathic terror. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I was like, "Uh, I love you." You made me do this. <laughs> yeah, look what you made me do. This is for your own good. Oh no. Like, let's, all right, let's take a nap. <laughs> come on, come on in. <laughs> We're best friends. So the guy who played the xenomorph, yeah, um, I forget his name. I feel terrible. He was a British actor. He's a black guy. He's very tall. He's like seven foot tall. Yeah, and had like sickle cell anemia and died super young. Oh. Some dumb shit. And they had to cast him that thin so that he could fit in the suit mm-hmm. and like not be too bulky. Or like they wanted it to look otherworldly. Um, but I find it interesting that two of the most iconic uh, creatures, I guess, in, in modern horror are portrayed by black men initially. One being that dude. I can't remember his name. I feel terrible. Um, and uh, Kevin Peter Hall, who was Predator. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. He died on some bullshit, too. Oh. He uh, contracted AIDS, I think, from a blood transfusion. That's... Mm. It was like in the early '80s. It was before like people were like actively yeah. stigmatizing it and like yeah. you know making sure people knew what was going on. And he just didn't know. It was terrible. It's like this was a coup. Yeah. Well, I mean, then that's a trend in in horror. Is like some of the most predominant monsters tend to be either foreigners or people of color. Right. Like Dracula and Frankenstein are both not just like generic white men. So Ridley Scott 
named some films as inspiration, like influences for this movie. He said that. What? Yeah. He said Star Wars A New Hope in 2001. Make a Star Wars joke. Yeah. In in 2001 A Space Odyssey, um, he used that for their depiction of outer space. Um, And then the Texas Chainsaw Massacre for its treatment of horror. Mm. And so, I mean, that's what uh, the internet said. Um, everyone go watch Alien. Dead. There's like, and there's a lot of good jump scares. There's a lot of that, like, don't look behind you. Like, when it descends from the ceiling. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <sighs> but like, yeah, like you say, like the fact that you didn't even see it for an hour. Yeah. And then you, you want to see it because you want to know what you're up against. Right? But it's so terrifying that you don't want to see it because, oh, my God, why would you look at the face of death? Yeah. Especially if it's dripping KY jelly and has a thing it that'll has come out. It has two mouths. It has a little mouth. It's got oh, a baby mouth inside of its mama mouth. First mouth is, you know, okay, I guess. I'm not going to judge a person by what they look like. But that second one has no respect for personal boundaries <laughs> yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. It's just... It's yeah, right? Yeah. Even just, like, the scary... One of the scariest thing is the blip. Like, the little dot when he's, like, in the um the vents. Yeah. So you see his, and then you see it just coming on up, and they're like, it's coming. Like, that was scary. I yeah. had, I didn't even see anything but the dots on the screen, and yeah. I was like, it's fun. A lot You're of that, I think, has to do with Jerry Goldsmith and his score. Jerry Goldsmith was another really underrated film composer. I think John Williams got all his press mm-hmm. because of Star Wars. Jerry Goldsmith did Alien. He did Total Recall. Mm-hmm. Which is another space horror yeah. thing. Um, I think his score really did a good job of of creating an atmosphere that you felt uh, isolated. Because isolation is really the whole theme there. Whether mm-hmm. whether they're isolated in space, whether uh, Ripley is isolated in, mm-hmm. in her, you know, clear thinking. Like I think the score had a, did a really good job of of punctuating that because the score can make or break a horror movie. Yeah, oh, for sure. oh, it was great. And, you know. Um, and I feel like there's, because film scores is a, a, like another big nerd thing for me. Yeah, um, And I feel like there's a trend now with film scores to make the music in the movie seem more intense that Hans Zimmer started with Inception, where it's like that super low tone that's like the lowest note of two lower mm-hmm, bass resonates, the low. That like, yeah, like, resonates. And it just changes all the time. But there's everybody now is doing that. Mm-hmm. And it's not as impactful as it was for uh inception because it's you know that was how many years ago inception came out and everybody's been doing it since and i feel like jerry goldsmith did a really good job of of keeping his things signature like you could tell a jerry Mm -hmm. goldsmith piece without everything sounding the same yeah i was thinking that too i was just like it's so like ethereal and like it it feels like space like what like the vastness of it yeah it's just like so it's like a mix of like like a spaceship and then just like the vastness of space and just like feeling insignificant and small in it like that's how i felt with the music so i was like yeah i'm gonna put something really like and it's also just like it pumps you up too because it's like you're just like okay (laughs) all right i'm here where are we going (laughs) definite shout out to the sound effects crew on this Mm -hmm. movie because not only did did the, the ship itself become a character, right? It becomes background noise that we tend to tune out, but that ship had a constant hum yeah. to mm-hmm. it. Like, you can go on YouTube and find loops that people have created of just the engine sounds of the Nostromo. It's one of the things I listen to if I can't sleep. It's mm-hmm. just that deep space kind of 
engine feel that doesn't sound like a, a car engine or or you know any other type of yeah. very unique kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's definitely you know part of building that world of the the, where the where the guy where the thing popped out of John Hurt's chest. You know that 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 was a very distinct crunch you yeah, know what i mean like that yeah. wasn't like oh something's broken heard something bad that was a, that was like a sternum twice. breaking outward like ugh, you know um yeah, it was good mm-hmm. and the special effects like, yeah. no cgi no need for it it's just like such a good movie still like yeah. you're like looking oh, like held the, up the like uh computers look a little silly but like everything else is like i believe it anyway oh my god this is fine just right. let it be If you like it, it's we're following space contamination. Cool. Yeah. And if you don't like it, then it's I forgot already. What did I say? Oh, this uh-huh. it's uh the space patriarchy. Okay, cool. Yeah. Thank so you. if you don't like it, space <laughs> so patriarchy. Stressed. So for the entire theme of just like space horror and this idea of like we're we're exploring space. Or space is exploring us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, how do we feel about just this genre of horror? I love it. So I'm following protocol. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, I'm writing footnotes and doing the whole thing. Yeah. We're, yeah. Listen. 48 hours. That's why I'm here. Gotta, I'm sorry, bro. Listen. Like, listen. I care me about in space. you. I'm sure you had an important role <laughs> on However, the ship. However, <laughs> you want to be sticking your face in places it doesn't belong. <laughs> yeah. There's uh, a whole committee that got together that says why you shouldn't do this. <laughs> Listen, there are reasons for rules, mm-hmm. uh, and I feel like you need to learn a lesson. And mm-hmm. this is how you learn. Mm-hmm. It's tough love. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. Killing aliens in space. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> don't even. Literally, Just they like, stay outside. It. it doesn't happen. Yeah. Spa- this whole movie didn't happen. There are ones where that's in the, and then Mbappe's still alive. It does happen, and you, you didn't He's want it to. still alive, Kat. Yeah. Like this is why there aren't movies of space exploration or ship captain crew. Where the sh- where the crew is predominantly women, yeah. Because mm-hmm. half of the stuff that goes down in it these movies, it just wouldn't happen. No, we just be chilling. We'd be like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. Okay, no. Even if we're not chilling, <laughs> don't touch we're definitely it. Like, gonna we we're gonna talk about it first, like, yeah. guys. Before we start blowing each other up, let's take <laughs> <Hold> a minute. <laughs> Listen, space patriarchy. Maybe we shouldn't touch the stuff, right? right, guys? Do we agree that we shouldn't touch the stuff? Yeah, all in agreement. Cool. Say yeah. Yeah. And are. then you do the thing. And we're said. alive. And then you could probably still study the thing. Mm-hmm. Like if we put it into the cryo freezer, we would have been fine. Why was that not Let's the bare minimum brains, use? You know, that's good. I just like Let's dumb. Just like, I just think the, the robot is, wanted everyone to die. If they had put all that in the cryo freezer, they would have brought it back. Yeah, that's fair. Totally. That's true. But at the very least, for science. Because remember, that's what the computer ordered them to do. Yeah. She, the computer overrode. Crew expendable. Mm-hmm. That was scary. I freaked All out. All the priorities. That was the whole time, yeah. Yeah. When like, re- sorry, what? <laughs> yeah. It's a crew expendable. I was like, cat! <laughs> Why does it say that? <laughs> cat! It just said, it's a song about the crew being expendable. What's happening? Cat's just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, why is this guy sweating milk? Can we talk, <laughs> can we talk for five seconds? About why he's sweating milk right now. Oh my god, now. he was. He was sweating milk. Best. 
It was so is good. Sperm coming all up out of him. Yo, he was talk so about gross. It. it was like un like uncooked tapioca pudding. Ew. That's great. And then and he just like, like throwing like, her. Yeah, and when his head broke off, and like you said, that she did the wipe in front of it. It was like clear anal beads coming out of his neck. I was like, what the fuck is this? What am I looking at? (laughs) Ridley Scott, are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) So how about the film (laughs) Alien, guys? Uh, Our rating rating of the whole thing was us just saying we liked Alien. No, that was the whole space. We Our t- conversation was entirely just about aliens. <laughs> just though, every also. time. Just yeah. give me a yay or a nay. I'm about it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You're reading protocol. Yeah. Cool beans. I'm doing it. <laughs> every single time. Well, I'm just saying give it a yes or no. I'll say yeah. Cool. Everyone watch it. It's even, cool. even if you've already watched it, watch it again. I mean, nay to being in that situation. Yeah. But that's only because I've watched it. So. No, we survive. <laughs> we survive because the men die. They're and staying there's one lady out that there. Dies. Try to come in here. Try to co- try to come in here. <laughs> Gabe, I feel like if you were there, they wouldn't have come back. <laughs> they wouldn't have come nah. back in there. Nah. Try. They would have been like, ooh. This nah, I'm cool. Like, we'll stay why, here. That's probably why, fine. Yeah, you need to put women of color. Yeah, like you need this, to put it right there. a lot there. of these crises would have been avoided. <laughs> just with the look. It's like, you want to just take one glance over at the cam right there? <laughs> you want to take a look at the <laughs> monitor? You want to take a look? <laughs> yeah. What's this? Oh, oh, protocol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're staying outside. So cool. At the end of the day, we're always dying in space. And all because that's because people don't listen to women. Yeah, that's one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. This is why we need here. heroes here. like nope. Ripley. We need heroes like Sarah Connor. Yep. Yeah, we need heroes like the girl in your next. Yeah. So thank you so much, Kennedy, for <laughs> joining you. us and geeking out. That's for indulging alien. You're great. My very niche horror. That's oh, such a great no, that's one. That's what we're here I for. I was so excited. Yeah. I was like, we're talking, we're talking about aliens. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> cool. We're talking about space. Yes. All right, Kat. Well, yeah. don't get married. Play your kids. Play your kids. Or we'll get eaten by aliens. What? Yeah. You yeah. said don't get married. Don't eat, eat your, your kids. kids. That's what happens. That's our tagline. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Goes to the beginning. Oh my god, okay. Alright, well, bye! Bye! Bye.